It's time now for the complete story with Rich Bot, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich Bot with today's complete story. Friends, this is Rich Bot, and I am excited today because we get to talk with one of my heroes in the faith, and I mean that literally, Franklin Graham. Of course, he's the son of uh, famous evangelist Billy Graham and the person that led prayer rallies at all 50 of the state capitals this past year. And Franklin Graham, welcome to The Complete Story. Well, thank you. Good to be with you guys. And thank you for your leadership in the the cause of Christ. We're going to be talking about Operation Christmas Child, but I first of all want to thank you for your leadership in these prayer rallies. I was able to be with you in Topeka and Jefferson City. I remember in Jefferson City it was rainy and cold, and thousands of people stayed there. But uh, every major revival is preceded by a movement of prayer, and it was thrilling to me to see so many of God's people gathered together to pray, for revival and to pray for America. Thank you for leading that effort. Well, it was uh, something God did, and I never dreamed when we first uh, uh, planned to go to these state capitals and pull the permits. Uh, the the capital police want to know, you know, to know how many people to expect, and we we told them we thought maybe 500 on the outside. Uh, never dreaming that thousands would come like in Jefferson City, and stand in the rain for hours. Yes. Uh, and it was not a, a drizzle. It was a hard rain, as you may remember. I do remember, and it was cold. <laughs> it was cold, but people came. And, and the largest one, I believe, you finished up with in Raleigh, North Carolina. We had about 14,000 people that came. But uh, the, the thing is, they didn't come to hear me. It was, I, that wasn't it. They came to pray. Yes. Because they knew our country was in trouble. And I believe that this uh, last uh, election we had, that uh, the church showed up, and God heard, and God came through the church. And um, it's going to change the direction of our country. I think of the Supreme Court appointees are going to be so much different uh, today than they were going to be if uh, the other side had won. Um, Donald Trump's not perfect, but uh, he's got Mike Pence as his sidekick as the vice president, and I have a lot of faith in him. Well, I saw you You had a Facebook posting that I saw today. You're calling Christians to pray for the president-elect and the vice president-elect. That's the most important thing now, isn't it? That's the most important thing. They, these men need our—they uh, they need God's help. Well, and, God— uh, And so I, I, believe, I believe that they will call. I've I mentioned to Donald Trump. I said, Donald, if you become president— um, I hope you will call on the name of God every day and ask him for guidance. He said, Franklin, I will. Yes. Now, um, tell us about your dad. How's he doing? He just celebrated a birthday. He did. You know, 98 years old. Uh, he never dreamed he'd live to be this old. And we had we had a special um, birthday party for him. We got him one of these cakes with lard icing, that old-timey good <laughs> I don't think I've heard icing. of that. Is that a North Carolina thing? I haven't heard of lard icing oh, yeah, before. Oh, yeah, they make it out of lard. It's good. A lot oh. of people put sugar and lard together. Okay. And then uh, we gave him uh, pork and beans and a can of Vienna sausages. And that is his favorite meal because when he was a boy growing up, his his father would take him to a little country store and for lunch, They'd have Vienna sausages and cold pork and beans, and his daddy would buy him a Coke. And so that's what daddy had for his uh, 98th birthday lunch. 
Franklin, your organization released a video a year or two ago on the occasion of the Martin Luther King Day, and it highlighted your dad's leadership in this uh, area of rec- racial reconciliation way back in the early days. Yes. So we th- um, thank God for that. Well, we, we, you know, my father always, you know, he came out of the South, uh, but he, when he started his ministry, uh, the South was still segregated. And my father just decided at the very beginning he was not going to be uh, a part of having any of his meetings segregated. And um, he, he tells the story of one of his meetings where they, the usher put up ropes to, to, to divide you know, from the black uh, section to the white section. And uh, he went to the head usher and said, I want you to bring those ropes down. That usher said, I'm not going to do it. So my father went up and removed the ropes. And that usher quit, and a lot of people stormed out. But that was uh, the beginning of my father's ministry, and he, he, never, he never looked at black or, black or white. Uh, he just saw people as human beings that needed God, needed a Savior, needed to know Jesus Christ. And so I, I just thank God for my father and the example he set, not only for the family, but for for the world at large. Yes, sir. And we thank God for you and that you are carrying out your father's legacy. And today we want to talk about Operation Christmas Child. I know in my church we have gathered together shoeboxes. I have uh, prepared one for a little boy and submitted it. And I want you to tell us about this wonderful ministry. Well, you know, it's a simple. We just ask people to put toys in a box for a child and uh, send them to us, and then we take those, those boxes and we give them to children around the world, um, and we do it in Jesus' name. We want the children of the world to know that God hasn't forgotten them, that God hasn't turned his back on them, and that he loves them. And I want the children of the world to know that Jesus Christ mm. is God's Son, that he died for their sins, that he was buried, that God raised him to life, and that Jesus Christ can come into each and every heart that's willing to invite him. And this is something that um, when we first started, the first year, it was just a few thousand uh, boxes. Uh, this year will be a little over 12 million boxes. But uh, it's something God has done. And we give God the glory and praise. And every box, we ask people to pray. When you pack that box, pray. Pray for the child who's going to get that box. We know God hears the prayers of one righteous person. Can you imagine 12 million people praying for children? what God might do. And that's what this is all about. It's about uh, reaching the children of the world uh, with the wonderful truth of what Christmas is all about. And it's about God giving his son. That's right. And we we, we pack the shoeboxes with gifts that we think that a young person, either a boy or a girl, so if you can pack a box that's uh, designed with boy-type gifts or a box for girl-type gifts, but then also they they receive the plan of salvation. They receive a gospel witness, and I think yes. that's the most important thing because that's what Christmas is all about. Well, and, and we also, uh, we, we, we not only give the gospel uh, a track with it, um, it's a little booklet that explains the, the true meaning of Christmas, but for every kid that gets a box, we, we invite them to come back to the church that they got the box through, uh, invite them to come back uh, for a 12-week discipleship program. And uh, not all the children do that, but about a third of them do. Uh, this year we had 3.4 million children take a 12-week discipleship course. And, and this uh, course is an overview of the Bible, Old and New Testament. 
They have to memorize scriptures. Um, they have a test that they have to take at the end. Uh, if they graduate, they get a certificate. Uh, they also get their own uh, copy of the Bible or New Testament in their language. So uh, it, we don't want to stop just with the box, but once they get the box, we want to follow up with a discipleship program. If someone wants to get involved in this, there's a website or a phone number. How can people find out more? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's oper- operationchristmaschild.org, uh, or you go to samaritanspurse.org, and uh, Operation Christmas Child is right there. But uh, all the information on even how to pack a shoebox and, and ideas for what to put in a box. Uh, some great suggestions are there. Some great videos of putting on a box. Uh, uh, I mean, and some of them are just funny. Uh, so I think you'll enjoy it. Franklin, in the last couple of minutes that we have with you here on this segment of our broadcast, tell us about how our listeners can pray for you and your family and your father at this time. Well, we appreciate your prayers. I'm off to, to Burma, what they call Myanmar now. Uh, this is the only evangelistic crusade that I've, I've held all year. Uh, everything else was done through the Decision America Tour this year. We've been to all 50 state capitals. So uh, this will. I'm back now on my crusade schedule, so I've got one crusade in Burma, and I appreciate people praying for me as we go to this country. And this is the first evangelistic effort they've had in 60 years. The country's been under a military dictatorship. And the people there have suffered greatly. The churches have suffered. Uh, and so this is the first time, and I'm looking forward uh, to being there with the churches, working for them. God bless you, sir. Thank you for your leadership. We have recently added the broadcast that your uh, sister, Anne Graham Lotz, uh, does every Saturday morning on Bot Radio Network as well. But thank you for your family and uh, carrying on the legacy of your dad and your mom, who was a missionary to China, Ruth Bell Graham. Yes. What, a, what a wonderful legacy, and God bless you for your faithfulness. Thank you. And we thank Franklin Graham for joining us for that segment of the Complete Story broadcast. This is Rich Bott. In studio also is Eben Fowler. Hi, Rich. And we're going to be turning our attention now to Randy Riddle, the U.S. Director for Operation Christmas Child. And uh, Randy is calling in from North Carolina. And uh, Randy, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much for covering this story, uh, uh, guys. We're so excited about what God is doing through uh, this Samaritan's First Project, Operation Christmas Child, and now is a very important time of our year. Well, now, our, our church participated in this. In fact, I already submitted my shoebox uh, with little boys' gifts and so forth. But uh, it's not too late to pack a shoebox, is it? Not at all. In, in fact, our National Collection Week is Monday, November 14th through the 21st. During our National Collection Week, nearly 5,000 uh, drop-off locations will be open and available to receive your shoebox gifts. And uh, these 5,000 locations are uh, predominantly in churches across the, U- the United States and, and can be easily found by going on our website and simply typing in your zip code. Once you do that, uh, uh, the closest drop-off locations will appear on your screen, as many as five of the closest drop-off locations and directions on how to get there. So what do you do? You put in your zip code or something like that, and it'll tell you maybe like up to five locations where you could go drop off your shoebox. Do you, do you pick up uh, a, a box first and then go pack it, or do you just bring a shoebox you know, this is a very simple project. We ask for our donors to go to the back of their closet and, and find an itchy shoebox. I've got a few stored in my garage for such a purpose, and 
if you can't find one around the house, then you can, of course, uh, purchase a plastic one, uh, a, a plastic container that would be shaped like a shoebox. And then, then it's very simple. We're asking for you to choose uh, to give a gift to a boy or a girl. And then the age categories are 2 to 4, 5 to 9, or 10 to 14. And then we ask you to include a few things. Um, toys, like a wow item, a larger toy, like a deflated uh, soccer ball or uh, a larger Barbie doll or play doll for a girl. Uh, and then uh, school supplies and uh, hygiene items. We mm-hmm. ask our donors to include a letter to the child that would encourage them uh, in their walk with Jesus Christ or even introduce these children uh, to Jesus Christ. And, and a photograph. Many Many times uh, the recipients of these shoebox gifts uh, see a photograph as their most treasured gift item inside the shoebox gift. Now, Randy, these, these, these kids that receive these gifts, they also receive a gospel witness. Now, do you, do you have some testimonies of those that have come to Christ as a result of this outreach? You know, um, we do, and uh, in fact, uh, we have, uh, in a very conservative uh, estimation uh, from the the real time reports that we received back from the field, we believe that every twenty seconds there's a child that is committing uh, their life uh, to Christ through the Samaritan's Purse Project Operation Christmas Child. And um, in fact, I was on the phone uh, just the other day with twin girls uh, who uh, uh, grew up in a very difficult situation in the island country of Jamaica. You know, we see Jamaica as a vacation spot from the U.S., but uh, there's a lot of poverty there. And uh, these twin girls um, uh, received their shoebox gift and uh, remember every item that they received inside that gift more than 10 years ago. Uh, and these twin girls uh, received the gospel literature that was handed out alongside every shoebox gift, and they both uh, gave their lives to Christ um, after receiving their shoebox gift. Uh, so every uh, we see every shoebox gift uh, as a gospel opportunity, uh, an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ and and every shoebox gift is is given in the name of Jesus, and alongside every shoebox gift, as you said, a gospel track or literature, a booklet that that explains the birth, the life, the death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and invites these children uh, to uh, ask Jesus into their hearts and to begin a loving relationship uh, with with God, their Father. Uh, through his son, Jesus Christ. Now, Randy, this is Eben Fowler. I was looking at the website at SamaritansPurse.org, and I believe it's slash OCC, and there are a couple Correct. of different ways to navigate to the Operation Christmas Child part of the site. There are some great videos, uh, as Franklin mentioned just a few minutes ago. There was one about the country of Namibia and some of the, uh, how that operation works there. It's just, it's a beautiful video, and I would encourage our listeners to go to the website and just learn more about Operation Christmas Child. But what are some of the other countries uh, where the boxes are distributed? You know, we are sending shoebox gifts this year to more than 100 countries around the world. And so uh, our goal this year is uh, from the United States, more than nine and a half million shoebox gifts. We're praying for 10 million. Um, And then we have uh, 11 other countries that are sending shoebox gifts. Uh, And so in total, more than 12 million 
uh, we're asking God to provide. And so we're, we're sending shoebox gifts a large, in large quantities uh, to Central and South America, uh, uh, Southeast Asia, of course, uh, the, middle, mi- the Middle East and Northern Africa region, uh, the Philippines, uh, uh, of course, is part of Asia as well. So w- we have a number uh, of larger areas. And, and this program, this ministry of Samaritan's Purse, is operated through the local church and operated by volunteers. And so we're not a group of wealthy Americans flying around the world and handing out Christmas presents. We have a team in all of these 100 countries of local believer, uh, believing Christian volunteers who are, uh, we call them our national leadership team, and they're volunteers who have a strategy uh, for evangelism and a, stra- a strategy to reach children in their country and a strategy for follow-up with these children. Uh, you know, after the gospel is proclaimed, we invite these children to come back through uh, a discipleship program. And we have a goal of discipling uh, through 12 lessons, discipling more than 4 million children this coming year that will give them an additional uh, opportunity uh, to come to know Jesus, to ask Jesus, uh, to, to have a, a loving relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, and then learn about the basic tenets of following Jesus through a 12-lesson discipleship program. Uh, it's called The Greatest Journey, and it's our follow-up program uh, to Operation Christmas Child. And so when you give an Operation Christmas Child shoebox gift, which you're, we're asking your donors to, con- uh, um, your listeners to consider doing, you're also sharing the gospel, and you're also giving uh, the opportunity for our children to come to know Jesus and be discipled uh, in their in their newfound faith. And, you know, one of the things that was really neat that I saw in this video about Namibia, and it's mentioned on the website as well, is that some of these children are receiving a gift for the very first time in their lives. Is that right? Can, it's very difficult for, uh, for United States uh, uh, believers and non-believers to understand. It's such a, a tradition here in wealthy United States uh, to, to give and receive Christmas gifts. M- we're working in the poorest areas of the world. We're, we're working with marginalized people and children. We're working in areas uh, uh, delivering shoebox gifts and the gospel uh, with unreached people groups uh, around the world as well. And so we're so excited ab- uh, about the impact uh, we're excited about the platform that God has given us in the form of a shoebox gift. And these children who've never received a gift before, can you imagine uh, living your life and never receiving a gift? And then a local pastor uh, invites you to come to his church and, and, and gives you a gift or gives your child a gift. That's something that's very difficult to fathom uh, for people living in the United States. But it's not that... that far-reaching uh, outside the United States. It's not hard to believe. And so the impact of these gifts, these very simple gifts, uh, these children who receive these gifts most times remember the items the rest of their lives. We're talking with Randy Riddle. He is the U.S. Director for Operation Christmas Child, which is affiliated with Samaritan's Purse. Uh, this is Evan Fowler along with Rich Bott. Randy, uh, one more question here about the website. There's a feature called Build Online. Can you tell us about that? That's also an exciting uh, part of our program. Uh, if, if you're unable to find the time, maybe you're a busy mom or a busy dad, or uh, you prefer to do your shopping online, we have a program that allows you to build your shoebox gift online. It is so 
uh, much fun. You, this, this is not just click and give. This, this is an opportunity for you to go in and you, uh, by, by photographs on our website, can pick the items that you'd like to place inside your shoebox gift. You can upload a letter that you write. You can upload a photograph from your computer or take one there online, and that will all transition and be transmitted over to Samaritan's Purse, and our volunteers will do the rest. We'll pack a shoebox gift for you if you can't get out to Walmart or, or, or to Dollar Tree today or to Hobby Lobby or wherever you'd like to fill your shoebox gift. We'll do it for you if you don't have the time. You know, somebody, uh, some little boy around the world is going to get a, a ball and some little toy trucks and a Kansas City Royals T-shirt when they receive my shoebox. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, that's one of the great things about Operation Christmas Child. That, that, uh, this opportunity allows you to give a very personalized gift, a Kansas City Royal shirt. Uh, you know, my daughter loves to pack purple things inside her shoebox gift. Uh-huh. You know, my my son likes to place Carolina Panthers football items inside, um, and so uh, it's it's a great thing that God has allowed us to be a part of in uh, participating with Operation Christmas Child. Rich, I was just wondering if you put one of the Bot Radio Network listener cards in there too. No, I because, should have. You know, they I could, should have. Doesn't matter where it goes because you can listen to Bot Radio Network around the world, and we hear from people That's around right. the world. What 196 countries or something like that uh-huh. have responded since uh, since we went digital. But listen, now this started uh, according to the information I have in 1993. How did it start? How did somebody get the idea of? I think I'll put some gifts in a shoebox. You know, uh, this is going to be very familiar to the two of you. There were two gentlemen who were working in the U.K. uh, who uh, ran a radio station and had a radio show, and they learned about orphans in Romania uh, that year that would not receive, uh, would not likely receive a Christmas gift. And so they asked their listeners uh, to pack shoebox gifts, and they delivered them to the uh, to the orphanages, several orphanages in Romania. Uh, that program grew a little too big for them to handle, and so they called uh, our president, Franklin Graham, who you, who you just spoke to, and they asked him to uh, get involved and help organize it. Mr. Graham agreed and, and called a few of his pastor friends uh, uh, that year and asked them to simply hold up a shoebox uh, in front of their congregation and ask their congregants to fill their shoebox gifts with those very same items that we're collecting today. Uh, that first year, uh, in the United States and Canada, more than 28,000 shoebox gifts were collected and sent to Romania and Bosnia and certain areas in Eastern Europe. And, and now, more than 20 years later, uh, we're packing shoebox gifts still with the same kind of items, and we're sending them to children with an evangelistic strategy, a discipleship strategy, and we're reaching out to children in more than 100 countries around the globe. Randy, how did you get started with BGEA, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association? And I guess in your case it would be specifically Samaritan's Purse. What's your background? How did you come to Christ? Oh, you know... I was just thinking about that the other day, as November 11 uh, is my personal uh, uh, spiritual birthday. That's the day that I came to know Christ when I was 13 years old. And I was at a very small church revival. I grew up in a very small church, and uh, it, was a, it was a weeknight revival. And, and an uncle uh, of mine, who I love very much, he's passed away now, uh, but 
his name was Walter, and uh, this was a Friday night of the revival, and he came up behind me, and he put his arm around me, and God had been working on my heart that week, and I think that he saw that. And he put his arm around me and said, don't you think it's time uh, for you to give your heart to Christ? And I said, yes. I said yes to Jesus, and had this uh, opportunity to kneel on my knees uh, uh, at the altar with my uncle beside me and my mom and my dad kneeling beside me. What a great privilege uh, to give my life to Jesus Christ uh, on my knees uh, in the altar of the church uh, that I grew up in. But, you know, worldwide, there are a lot of children, a lot of children in the United States who don't have an Uncle Walter <laughs> to motivate them and encourage them to come to know Jesus. And so uh, that has motivated me since to uh, to share my faith, and this uh, working with Samaritan's Purse, uh, specifically for the Operation Christmas Child Project, has been one one of the greatest privileges of my life. You know, some of our listeners might be that Uncle Walter in the life of a young person. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a powerful testimony. Thank you for sharing that. Praise God. Thank you, Randy. Uh, you've mentioned Samaritan's Purse, and we may assume that most of those listening know about Samaritan's Purse. But uh, I'd like you to take a few minutes to tell us what the the, the breadth of uh, that ministry is, is like. You know, whenever we hear about a disaster that's going on pretty much anywhere in the world, here in the U.S. or anyplace else, uh, typically we also hear that Samaritan's Purse is rolling that direction to help out. And Samaritan's Purse is one of the first ministries that my wife and I think about giving to when there is a disaster somewhere. But tell us about all the things that Samaritan's Purse does. Of course, we've been talking about this, this great giving gifts with a purpose uh, to Operation Christmas Child. But tell us more about Samaritan's Purse. You know, uh, as you've uh, spoken with, with my boss, our president, Franklin Graham, uh, his heart, of course, he's an evangelist, and he is called, he will say he is called to the ditches of the world to come alongside of people who are hurting. And so, as you described, wherever there's a natural disaster, and sometimes as is happening in northern Iraq now, uh, wherever there's a man-made disaster, you'll find Samaritan's Purse rushing to get there. And that's not only around the world, that's also inside the United States. And so uh, going onto the Samaritan's Purse website, you'll find opportunities. You, you'll, you'll find stories of how God is at work through Samaritan's Purse, whether it's through our national disaster response team, uh, responding to disasters here inside the United States. We have a number of these 18-wheeler trucks that deploy every time there's uh, a natural disaster. That might be uh, tornadoes in, in the Midwest, or it might mean a hurricane, uh, uh, like we had Hurricane Matthew just a few weeks ago. In our own backyard here in North Carolina, there are still hundreds that are homeless. And so uh, you'll find Samaritan's Purse there inside the United States responding to these disasters through these mobile units. And then worldwide, wherever there's a a natural or a man-made disaster, wherever we can be, we will be there. And we're responding, uh, for example, in Haiti right now, same disaster, Hurricane Matthew, very different story in Haiti than is going on in North Carolina. The people in Haiti, of course, uh, their homes were stitched together with tarps and and uh, sticks and sometimes uh, concrete uh, uh, blocks uh, it, it, to begin with, and then a hurricane comes through, and it's a very it's a much different disaster, is what I'm trying to say. And so you'll find Samaritan's yeah. in Haiti 
uh, right now. Hey, Randy, I want to ask you, th- this This is kind of neat. It says here that participants can follow their box online to discover where in the world their gift is delivered. Yeah. Uh, and there's a you can find that on the website there. But is, it, do I understand you correctly that the, the gifts are actually distributed through churches in these countries? That's correct. Yes. So um, if you, uh, we ask for a $7 contribution to go al- alongside every shoebox gift. And so uh, with Operation Christmas Child, if you'll make that financial contribution online on our website, you'll, you'll be given a, a, a label, a shipping label, for lack of a better term, that you'll attach or affix to your shoebox gift. And we're able to track that label. We're going to scan your shoebox gift, and then we're going to tell you which of one of the 100 countries uh, your shoebox gift is traveling to. We're going to send you an email with, with photographs and email with uh, stories of how God is at work through Operation Christmas Child uh, in that country. All right. Randy Riddle, U.S. Director for Operation Christmas Child, Ministry of Samaritan's Purse. Thank you for being with us on the broadcast. Evan, give that uh, website again if people want to know so that they can get involved in this wonderful Christmas ministry. Well, you can go to samaritanspurse.org slash OCC, and you can also go to samaritanspurse.org slash build online for that build online uh, feature that Randy was telling us about. All right, everybody. It's a little bit early to say this but Merry Christmas.